The general hadn't realized how much she'd foreseen until she died. Her warm, loving notes had guided him through his daughter's teen years and into their twenties. Then she'd brought up the topic of their marriages. As the general slid open the envelope, he knew she'd have more advice, more instructions for him. Knew he'd follow them to the letter, probably. Lately, she'd been telling him it was time for him to go home. He wasn't ready for that, not yet. Dear Augustus, she began like always, and the general settled in for a comfortable read. Her next words straightened his back again, however. You have got to be kidding me. You didn't go to Sadie's wedding either. It's bad enough you skipped Cass's. Is there still time? Can you book a last-minute flight and make it? Tell me that's what you'll do. The general swallowed hard, fighting the knowledge he'd disappointed his wife again. She was right. There was still time to get to Sadie's wedding. But he wasn't going to get on any flight to Montana. Amelia had to know why he'd stayed away. It's no use. I know that you won't and my heart is breaking for my girls and for you. You have to make this right. You have to. Oh, why bother telling you what to do? Since when have you listened to anyone? Fine, stay away, but keep sending those men. Joe is next, and she's in desperate need of someone to love her and to understand her. I hope you picked a saint for her. The general swore. Hunter Powell was as far from a saint as you could get. A Navy SEAL, a sniper, no less. A man as haunted by his decisions as the general was haunted by his demons. He'd hand-picked the other men for his girls, with an understanding of exactly why they were meant for each other. Hunter he'd chosen because his gut told him to. It was as if he'd had one of his wife's supernatural hunches about the man. The general didn't like that idea at all, especially given the reason Hunter had been kicked off his team and handed over to join the general's unit of cast-offs. Normally, he'd send a man like Hunter packing. But something about his story didn't ring true. Hunter was hiding something, the reason for his actions. He was a stubborn one, but the general's gut told him he was stubborn in a good way. Remember that saints often masquerade in sinners' clothing. I know you'll choose well. Joe always has been the apple of your eye. She used to follow you everywhere, a daddy's girl through and through. Amelia might as well have stabbed him in the heart. The general half crumpled the letter in his hand. He remembered those days remembered tiny Joe trailing after him, and always some puppy or kitten, and on more than one occasion, Colt trailing after her. Joe had loved two things in life, animals and her father, not necessarily in that order. Back then, all his girls had been affectionate toward him, but Joe had been his staunchest ally. He could do no wrong in her eyes, and then he'd done the worst thing imaginable, left her for good. 
walked away from the church after Amelia's funeral before her casket was even lowered into her grave, got in his rental car, and kept driving all the way back to Florida, where he'd been stationed and where he'd stayed ever since. He could not go home, could not set foot on Amelia's ranch, not anymore. It killed him to know that he'd never been defeated in battle, but he'd proved himself a coward all the same. He missed his girls, missed Joe, missed her open-hearted enthusiasm for life. He didn't talk to any of his daughters much anymore. But Joe was the one who'd changed the most since Amelia's death. Gone were her open smile and love for him. Now he saw wariness in her eyes when they talked via video chat. Loss, heartbreak, swallowing against the old.